0: Hi there, and welcome to the ATS podcast with me, Will Brown, and John Soulsby, where we break down chunks of health and fitness information into bite sized pieces, remove a bunch of the noise, and just leave what's relevant. Uh, Today we are on episode 8. Today's topic is how to deal with low motivation, whether that be motivation to work out, um, keep on track with your diet, recovery, whatever that might be. Uh, But first up, we have an off topic. Relevant to motivation, uh, it's probably our favorite off-topic so far. I think, which is favorite gym hype videos.
1: Yeah, this is. I mean, this is the one I've done the most prep for. So. <laughs> yeah, it's literally like
0: <laughs> the, the the official stuff that's actually helpful to people. were just like, nah, we'll wing it. When it's yeah. absolute meme videos from the internet <laughs> in the early two thousands, it's like we need the dissertation. We need a dissertation. We need sur- I, I <laughs> source. I do wait see.
1: These were not meme videos when they came out. I watched these before every gym session when, 10 years ago, 11 years ago when they came out. Oh, uh, the peak,
0: I genuinely think... I, I almost thought that uh, internet gym videos had peaked uh, in the mid-2000s, but I've actually there's some that are more recent that are quite funny that we'll get to. Yeah, Yeah, so... What ones you've got links here in the uh, in the old document? What have we got? Yeah, so it's uh... it's audio only, so we're gonna have to explain it to the listeners.
1: Yeah, for (laughs) those that have been in the game a while, you'll probably know who Elite FTS are. Don't really know if they're as big anymore, or (laughs) the company looks as big, but I don't think it's like as prevalent anymore.
0: They seem to be chugging along. I think.
1: Yeah. What? uh, Who are they for people who are not? sorry yeah so elite FTS was a company that's set up by dave tate in his garage i think as all <laughs> top companies set up like like ats um and uh they sell gym equipment essentially but he's like an old school like uh west coast barrow um or west side barwell uh powerlifter bit of a nut job um And yeah, they sell powerlifting equipment, but they also did loads and loads of, like, really good blog content and articles and stuff with loads of, especially 10 years ago, loads of, like, prevalent, like, um, writers in the industry, really. Oh, yeah,
0: it was very much one of the first kind of big resources for strength training information specific to, not even just, or specific to powerlifting, but even more generally, like, just team strength and conditioning information and stuff like that. Yeah. Um I think people these days, I mean we're literally doing a podcast because there's so much information that it's confusing and so we're trying to break down the noise because there's so much information and just be like here's what's actually relevant. The rest of it or, is all either like fancy extras or doesn't really matter. In yeah. The kind of early, kind of, yeah, early, the early twenty ten specifically, it must have been around like two thousand and about two thousand and nine to onwards. There was like two two websites. <laughs> was like two or three forum post websites where you could read yeah. blogs or chat to other meatheads in a forum posting manner, and that was about it. Yeah, <clears> T <throat> Nation used to be
1: an absolute giant, and then they ruined it.
0: Yeah, T Nation was there. Um, Bodybuilding. dot com was there. Uh, the UK specifically had Sugden Barbell which was a bit of an active message yeah. board that's where a lot of uh, a lot of the OGs kind of hung about
1: I think, I think that's us <laughs> really showing our age is that actually we first started learning stuff from the message board type things rather YouTube
0: than... yeah there wasn't big online communities like the the amount of Science communicators, I think you call them people. People like really smart people who who can the research and just put it in a presentable and understandable manner for chimps like us. Um, yeah, folk like Greg Knuckles, Jeff nippard like Lane Norton, all that, like Brett Contreras, like all of that stuff was not really about. I mean, Brett Contreras and Greg uh, did post a okay, uh, very occasionally. I think Greg was later coming, like came later onto the scene, but
1: yeah. And I think even, like, your guys like um, Eric Cressy, Dean Somerset, they they weren't, like, people like them weren't as prevalent as well, because it, it was just much harder to kind of, like, notice who they were, because it's just people on a message board. Like, it's not. No, uh, very much
0: so. But Mike Hedleski is on t shit. Yeah. That's where I first met him, the big hamburger train. Anyway, what is, what, describe, word picture, what
1: shoe so, pipe bits are. Essentially, the two elite FTS ones are dudes shifting absolute mad, and actually, is it oh, who's the girl that's in it? But yeah, there's essentially like people shifting absolute mad tin. In um, they essentially built a massive gym out of the equipment that they sell. Um, mainly I think because Dave's a mad meathead, and then they just put um heavy metal over the top of it. Yeah. And it is
0: lit. The, I was about to say, the specific context for these would be something that you watch when you are not in the mood to train. This is why it's the off-topic. So if you're dealing with yeah. low motivation, essentially something you stick on that will G you up for getting a session in when you otherwise cannot be arsed.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> um, um. So yeah, Prove the Impossible is, and It's Not About Luck are the two Elite FTS ones. There's like loads more i'll have to
0: i'll have to the put two. them in the i'll remember and put them in the description if i can do that yeah that would be cool sure, um
1: maybe
0: not i have a few i have a few minor way stranger um <laughs> <laughs> uh what was used to what what used to be one i would like, like back in the day um the 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 men of the west from lord of the rings that was a good one yeah I would crack that on um. Again, it got past. It got past music. Like music's very good, but I I get a lot more mileage out of. I guess what would you call it? Like spoken word stuff. Yep. Um. That that like pre scrap chat in the Thirteenth Warrior. Great film if you haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Highly advise Antonio Banderas. Great role. Um. Where they're just about to go scrap with the funky cultists up the hill and he gives the whole like "Lo, do I see my brother like and yeah. everyone back to the beginning um, other notable ones uh, include there's a new oh I was talking about the new ones I, like we thought we hit pe- peak internet mm-hmm. uh, back in the day uh, number one there's a great video uh, that Claire found that is from a league of their own, which is where they essentially asked Michael Sheen to like improv uh, a locker room speech for uh, the Wales rugby team before they play England. Oh, amazing! Oh no, wait—is it World Cup? It might actually be football World Cup. Oh, like it's actually football no. World Cup, not rugby World Cup. I like either way. It's hype. Like is it's it is really good.
1: Oh, to be fair, on the same vein, some of the uh, Ian McEwan ones to the Lions are phenomenal. Oh yeah, stuff like
0: that—they're pretty great.
1: Um. Oh, what was the classic? Hang on, I'll be back. <laughs>
0: You're off to YouTube.
1: One nation. The heroes, the Al Pacino's uh, halftime speech. Like one. Oh, what film is it? Right here's YouTube. Here we go. See what I mean by this is the uh-huh. In um isn't this it description terrible.
0: Is this not the the game of Inches one where he's meant to be playing yeah. like Vince Lombardi or whatever it was. Yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah I can't remember what the name of the film is there
0: Furious Googling. Um yeah. any given Sunday. Yes. Yeah 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 yeah. There we are. That one. Amazing. Yeah. Great. The um what are some other ones? Oh the some of the new ones the, the other one there's uh... a <laughs> I've recently found it. I'm not entirely sure if this was meant to intentionally be workout hype but it kind of <laughs> is. It's definitely not as weird as like the the odd times where you've I've looked up stuff like just odd videos that like of animals fighting that people have set to music like that's a weird one. Um yeah. I think, like, they're a bit sus in the fact that some of them are kind of, like, MGTOW and, like, men's righty and a bit bit right-wing. Not a lot of them. Um, but they are some weird. (laughs) I've just looked, someone's actually managed to, someone's trying to coin the term stoic wave as the genre of music that this is part of, which is hilarious. Um... Yeah, there's loads of them if you if you youtube for relevance for these ones. If you youtube something like reject weakness embrace discipline. It essentially starts with a bunch of clips of <laughs> this is where it get like it gets like people use kind of political clips. It's essentially people who are out of shape and or moaning, crying or just talking talking about stuff that would Let's say not align with traditional masculine values or what some people might call toxic masculinity. Take your pick. Uh, and then it usually just has in the middle uh, a clip of somebody like Zs, usually, if you don't know who that is, hilarious Google black hole for you to oh, go me. down. It's essentially some, he was a fairly prolific uh, bodybuilding and fitness advocate that sadly passed away very young under very dubious circumstances to do with substances uh he had quite a strong australian accent though and it usually just involves him cutting out like in the middle of people moaning about stuff and then hard style dance music kicks in and then it just turns into a really fast clipped montage of any kind of like sports lifting elon musk is in there occasionally like just anything yeah is yeah. is very wild. I was like, I genuinely was like, nah. Internet hype videos have peaked. You've got the classic, uh, Ronnie, Ronnie Coleman montages. That's like mandatory oh, okay, viewing. Of course. For, yeah, can't not look at
1: Big Rod. So, one thing that's just popped into my brain after we kind of brought up Elite FTS again. again this has nothing to do with motivation. It will not motivate your training. But Wendler vision from Elite FTS. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Wendler Vision videos on Elite FTS were fantastic,
1: amazing. These great warm-up videos.
0: <laughs> Jim Wendler, um, if you've uh, well, you may not have known, but uh, wrote the the first ebook iteration of the program called Five Three One. Five Three One yeah. is an incredibly popular uh, strength training program that has had many, many iterations, revisions, uh, different um specific things done to it um for different contexts and stuff for sport football for like all kinds of stuff um and jim wrote that book and still sells it to this day dude literally wrote like one ebook and retired um
1: and in fairness it's pretty good
0: yeah it's like it's really quite good if it wasn't it wouldn't have sold that much yeah um But onto the actual topic, before we turn this into an entirely too long, just solely (laughs) sole-off-topic podcast.
1: Until we just, this this, uh, podcast is just a YouTube black hole of...
0: (laughs) Uh, Is how to deal with low motivation. I mean, the obvious one, quite clearly, given how long the off-topic was, is uh, find (laughs) find some uh, gym videos or music that kind of... Gets you hyped, puts you in the mood to train and go go lift stuff. Um can be really anything, just stuff that uh stuff that gets you going. Anything that gives you goosebumps is usually a good one.
1: Yeah. I mean if if you don't get hyped up by that video of Aragorn before they go into Mordor like, I mean what are you do. <laughs> um But yeah, no, in all seriousness, I think there's from like actually something that's helpful that can probably identify if it's a more chronic feeling of not wanting to train like everyone has days where they don't want to train because they're tired or they don't feel well or whatever um but if it's like a more chronic like a few weeks or even months that you really don't want to ever train I suppose assessing like why you don't want to train can be is really important so if that's maybe some health stuff that you've got to sort out which means you're always tired to train or actually if you're just like not training for the right thing anymore or um yeah you kind of need to reassess your goals to like actually motivate yourself to go like work out definitely um i also
0: think it can be handy if you kind of think about if you're kind of not in the mood to work out for whatever reason it can be helpful to think of All the other things like if you like are worried you're gonna have a bad session or you don't feel in like a good enough kind of headspace to have a good session it can still be worth remembering being like oh well like i might not have the best session but i'm still gonna go work out because it helps me sleep or yes it makes me feel better and puts me in a better mood and like helps my mental health and and stuff like that like finding like it feeds into so many other things so you don't need to worry about like if you're training for something being like oh this session's gonna be so brutal I just don't really want to do it like I can't be bothered it, like you can just do like less that's fine yeah <laughs> like, you can yeah, just I be think... like oh it just wasn't there today but I put in put in a session got sweaty like it's gonna help
1: yeah I feel we almost spoke about this in our very first podcast about what's the best program but like even just going to the gym and like warming up to what your first set should be and then be like nah I just don't have it today. And then going home is better than just sitting on your couch at home. Yeah. And not going and doing it. Oh, yeah. You'll make more progress. Whatever you literally, whatever your goal is powerlifting, sport, whatever that will at least take you towards your goal more than doing nothing. Um, so I think having a good routine and plan for your training, but also appreciating that not every session is going to be like an absolute banger that you feel like you destroyed everything. Yeah, and like
0: take, the take worth it. Yeah, take 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 what's there. Um genuinely once you warm up you will probably feel a lot better. Like the the I I have so easily lost count of the amount of days where I have felt rubbish until I have trained. So I've literally gone in being like oh I feel so crap, training's going to be like an absolute nightmare today. And then you start training and it's fine. And then yeah. after training, you feel great. I'm
1: like, oh my god, I feel like ten times better. Yeah. I'm or just... on the flip side, like the amount of times I've like warmed up and got going, and I felt um like I've had the best session almost ever, mm. and I felt terrible beforehand. And then the flip side, there's some sessions where you feel great and you warm up, and you're like, oh god.
0: Yeah. Sometimes, uh, yeah. It's it's not so much like it doesn't essentially correlate to how you feel being how. You are going to perform. Yeah, it can obviously look good, feel good, play good. All that stuff is is re- yeah. reasonably well researched, but it's not always one to one of if you feel bad, therefore it will be a bad session. Um. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, dealing with low motivation. Sometimes just having, if you've habitualized training for long enough, you you will just go. Like you mm-hmm. will just go train, and that's either through i don't know discipline i don't know what you would call it like just having the the kind of mental headspace to accept that it might not be yeah like you don't want to do it but you're but you're gonna do it like just your weekly routine by that point yeah you train
1: on next days yeah i mean there's there's Um, plenty
0: of stuff that nobody wants to do but you should like you, you just do it Cause the the downside Purpose. outweighs yeah the downside outweighs everything. I I was more thinking taxes, but yeah, like, yeah. I don't want I don't want to do my tax return. It's no. so boring. The um, website's terrible. Like, website's terrible. I'm very bad with number. I'm like bad with numbers. Like all this stuff, okay. and I'm just like I can't be bothered. And then I'm like, well, I also don't want to go to jail, so <laughs> so yeah. I will. Or I also don't want to pay them any more money than I absolutely have. To. In a late fee. Um,
1: I think as well, like you kind of touched on it is. You can find when we were talking about like, or when I said like going back and looking at your goals, is like there's so many more goals to training. Even if you're just training to be as competitive as you can be in powerlifting, there's so many more like reasons you do it than just I want to be good at powerlifting. Like if you can, this usually helps to speak to someone who can help you with it. But like if you can actually go down and be like, well, why why do I actually want to do this? And you'll come up with so many reasons of why you want to perilous American football or just training in general mm. and having more reasons to go to the gym is great because if you're feeling a bit rubbish like oh well I go to the gym for these three reasons and they won't happen without me going so I'll go
0: yeah the it can it can be very challenging like the especially when people are new and starting up that's probably when things are going to be the hardest because it's like you're adapting to the discomfort of training like that that's one of the hardest things like to get people started is the fact that there is a little bit of discomfort like it should be appropriately managed either by yourself or one of the main reasons you can hire somebody to help you start like showing you the ropes and making sure you're on the right kind of thing is so that the training is managed in a way that Means that you kind of boil the frog in terms of discomfort. Like, you only push kind of a little bit out of what would be too much discomfort, or sorry, just enough discomfort, and then you just push like a little bit further and a little bit further. I've heard a fair amount of people who have come in for PT saying that they've had PT before and they got destroyed and they were sore for like days upon days afterwards, like some of the stuff they're describing you're like not sure if it's low key like muscle strains as well as like doms like yeah, and that just doesn't really like that isn't really conducive to a very positive experience <laughs> you're not like if someone's or... like well if this was session one and I've got to yeah. do this like how many times a week forever they're going to be like screw that no
1: also you're just not physically capable of doing that that many times a week Yeah, yeah that's just gross yeah um. Yeah, I'd say definitely people come with it, in with us and their first session. If they have like soreness for more than two days, kind of like we've done a bit too much in the first. Well, there's no kind of we have done too much in the first session. Yeah,
0: obviously. like usually most people are like, "Is that it?" And you're like, "Yep, yeah, trust me, yeah. it's probably all we need. Like it's only a couple sets. Like we're not doing anything." Yeah. Too rowdy, and even then, they're like, "Oh, legs were a bit sore last time after after split mm-hmm. squats." You're like, "Uh huh." Yeah, pr- probably probably quite glad we didn't do four sets till difficult. Yeah. we just did a couple till you know a little a little hot. That's about it. Um. So yeah, I think uh, there's no like amazingly good answer for how to deal with low motivation. Like uh, you d- you don't want to just be like the have you tried trying guy, but the considering other benefits to training other than just your main kind of goal the other yeah like and the fact that you do not have to consistently crush expectation you can just alter things to fit like you can auto regulate your training a bit that's kind of part of the learning of knowing when you are generally burst and when to just chill yeah and that doing anything, even just going to the gym, warming up, moving around and seeing how you feel will be so much better than not going.
1: Yeah. And I do think one thing that's really helped my clients, I think, as well as yours, is the it's the kind of more in-depth goal setting that we've been doing. Um, yeah.
0: We can chat about that because, in a different episode. Yeah. That, that's an easy episode in itself.
1: But like, it, yeah, it just gives you More reasons than the first reason, like most people go to the gym for like a reason when they first think about it. Like I want to be jacked, I want to look better, I want to move better. Um, but then kind of when you boil it down, there's so many reasons why you actually want to do that, and I think that helps a lot when you've got a bit low motivation, which is also totally normal. Oh, definitely, and that.
0: Pretty much covers it. I will attempt to put some of those YouTube links in the descriptions of the podcast. Uh, And until next time, we will catch you guys in the next episode.